You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. is when he lost his shit because like the pre-roll reel yeah. started over again. I ne- and I'm like, Jeff, they're not going to forget to start the movie. I yeah. know, but like I thought they had that shit timed out perfectly. No, so I, I've, it's like, I've been to draft house several times where like I've seen like the pre-roll reel start over from the beginning. I don't know. I was about to lose my shit on the, uh, on the people behind us. Yeah? Because like during the- They were the, talking during the trailers. I, but still. They weren't even talking during the movie. I know. You need to mellow out, man. I, it was a big day for me. <laughs> Nobody's going to fuck with his Deadpool viewing experience. <laughs> no. No one is. This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. There is no Joel. <laughs> so uh, we're doing kind of a bit of a uh, My Comic Life takeover of the Editing Bay. We've got Jeff, who's- Always here. <laughs> and, and Sam, welcome back, sir. Hey, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Oh, no, I appreciate it. And I appreciated this experience we got to have this week as we went to see Deadpool. <sighs> I believe when the movie was done, Sam stood up and he was like, yep, that's one of my top superhero movies of all time now. Yeah, no, yep. I was just like, I was like, what the? I mean, like, I expected it to be good, you know, and I expected to like it. But damn, it exceeded all my expectations. Like, at one point, tears were streaming down my cheeks. I was laughing so hard. And yeah. I was like, what the what the shit just happened, it's, man? It's a super funny movie. In fact, before we started recording, I was telling the guys, I was like, man, I was driving around today thinking about the movie and going, man, this was a lot like Zombieland and realized, wow, the script was written by the guys who wrote Zombieland. Yeah. Now, I was a little nervous about the director because uh, Tim Miller, I think this is only his third movie to direct. This is like his first big commercial film he's the, yeah, ever done. Really. It's, so, uh, so he uh, uh, well according to his uh, Wikipedia page he says they say like this is his first like director uh, like where he was the, the actual director but he's been creative director on uh, other films but uh, you know so I was a little nervous about that but he did a great job. Yeah. Well before we get into it I, I want to talk specifically to you, Jeff, because I don't know Sam's history with the Deadpool character. Okay. But I know you are a big fan of Deadpool. Yeah. And when did this start? Um, I would have to say like three or four years ago is I was really into uh, Nerd Poker, mm-hmm. the uh, the Brian Posehn uh, podcast where they were just playing Dungeons and Dragons. And at the end of every podcast, they would just be like, you know, like, okay, what's everyone want to promote? And... Uh, at that time, Brian Posehn and his f- buddy, Jerry Duggan, who was also on the show, at the end of all the episodes, they kept being like, okay, and we got Deadpool number whatever out this week. Mm-hmm. And so, like, after hearing that so much, I was like, you know, I really like Brian Posehn's sense of humor. And, like, he keeps talking about this. And so, let me, I'm just going to check it out. Sure. And then uh, at that point, you know, they were still doing their run, but they had. They had three. They were deep into the run. They had already had three trades out, and so like, I just I ordered one off of Amazon, mm-hmm. and, which I'll never do again for a comic book. Oh no, no, they come shipped horribly. Like oh, they're all no, bent no. up. And you, stuff. Oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, and so don't ever order from Amazon. Yeah, dude. so That's not the experience I've been having. Oh really? Yeah, you? no. I mean, I've ordered a few trades from Amazon, and everything's come out fine. Man, oh, not every, mine. Every book, every DVD set I get is banged up, dented in. 
I hate it. Wow. My experiences with Amazon have been horrible. Yeah, but so I read I read the the trades they <laughs> Sponsored had. Sponsored by Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but so, yeah, so I read the trades, and I read the three trades, and then I was like, wow, this is really good. And that was just about the time that Sam and I started up My Comic Life. And so that's when we got – that's when we were introduced to Brian down at Duncanville Bookstore. Mm-hmm. And so we went down to see him <laughs> and, like, you know, kind of get to know him. And then I was like, yeah, you know, read these three trades. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got some of the single issues, so now you can get all caught up. And then, like, it was just like, whoa. Then I really got into it. And then from there, I just started expanding out to, like, other comics. And But, like, Deadpool, I would definitely say, is, like, what really got me into it. I was reading Walking Dead mm-hmm. at tr- when they came out on trades. They should do Walking Deadpool. They – well, they've done they've done uh, Night of the Living Deadpool and Return of the Night of the, the Living Deadpool. The Walking Deadpool. Yeah, that would be fun. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so yeah, that's how it all kind of started. And I don't know, like also I th- I also see I think I see a lot in Deadpool. Like you know, just like looking back on on my uh, on my own life of how it's like <laughs> wow, I remember a lot of times being like upset with myself and, and then put and into it, a, a super soldier program and well, no, but like you know. Be, basically being the class clown so people would be laughing with me and not at, at me. Yeah. And that's and I saw a lot and I think Deadpool is like that. You mm-hmm. know, is is he's you know, he covers up a lot. And so, you know, at that point in time I was like, wow, this really connects and you know, and so that that's how it all kind of started. And now I'm just a fanatic. Yeah. Sam, how about your your background with the Deadpool character? I got introduced to Deadpool uh, fresh out of college. My friend Johnny got me hooked on Deadpool. I started with the Dark Reign Deadpool series. That's when I was first introduced. And it, like Jeff, like for a while there, I got so huge into Deadpool. Like I was reading everything Deadpool I could. But then <clears throat> I guess Marvel realized, holy shit, we've got like a really lucrative property here. And like it started spinning off into like Deadpool core. Mm-hmm. Like there was like Deadpool, like Deadpool versus Deadpool teams up with. And like it just became too much Deadpool for me to keep up with. It's like Wolverine in the 90s. Yeah. yeah so I kind of got like a little burned out and kind of backed off from from Deadpool a little bit. But now I've been going on Amazon pricing like Deadpool Classic, you know, Volume 1, Deadpool Classic, Volume 2, Deadpool, the entire run by Jerry Duggan and all of them. Yeah. Because after seeing yeah. this movie, I kind of want to get back into it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the movie the movie was good for that. Um, my background with Deadpool kind of goes back to like the late 80s, early 90s when mm. he made his debut in New Mutants 98. Um, back when he was trying to take out Cable. Like he was a villain. He was a mercenary mm-hmm. for hire. And... Uh, it's funny the origins of Deadpool uh, from a creative standpoint. You've got uh, this character in DC Comics called Dead, uh, not Deadshot, Deathstroke. Yep. His name's Slade Wilson. And so, like, <laughs> Fabian Nicaza, I think it was Nicaza, and, mm-hmm. uh, and Scott Liefeld, Rob Liefeld, uh, came together and they created this character, Deadpool who looks very much like Deathstroke, and his name is Wade Wilson, uh, so that way they could get around the copyrights of the character or whatever. What I loved about that is that there was a nod to this in the movie where Deadpool's going around, he's trying out different costumes and stuff, and at one point, he has a mask with only one eye hole. Yeah. Oh, like, I that missed is, that. That's totally a Deathstroke yeah. nod. Yeah, and, uh, and I even... I read an article. I think it was with uh, Fabian. I can't. Nick Asa. That's Nick how Asa. I always pronounce it. Yeah, I don't it. know. Is and he and he was saying that when they came up with Deadpool, is they intentionally copied him because he was supposed to be a parody of Deathstroke, and that's why there are so many similarities. 
but when they also introduced him in New Mutants 98, it was also when you uh, were introduced to Dynamo and uh, I forget who the other character was. And they were like, okay, Domino, we're, yeah, Domino. Domino. Well, I don't know why I said Domino. Uh, but uh, anyways, they introduced three characters and they were like, of these three, Deadpool, he's just going to be our write-off character. Of like, uh, he'll be fun, but like not going to put a lot of stock into him. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up being like the one that like, you know, sh- has the brightest But star. not immediately. No, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Is, is it, it, it was a long time, like, where Deadpool would make certain appearances Exactly, and, that, and that's and that's how they said, like, they originally saw Deadpool as just, like, a character that pops up here and there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Deadpool was kind of an adversary to the X-Force yes. for a while there, mm-hmm. much like Slade Wilson was an adversary to, like, the Teen Titans. It's almost like Marvel was just like, hey... <laughs> let's do this thing. It seems yeah, to be working yeah. for what's, DC. What's, what's Deathstroke doing over in... All right, now let's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just do that for like the Marvel side of right. things. Right, well, but, but like you can you can look at like I mean DC and and Marvel. They have so many characters that you're like, well, this is obviously in reference to this guy in DC. You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I think I think that's really common between the two companies is to have characters that are extremely yeah. similar, but like. Like I said, like they're just different enough to yeah. get around copyright. Oh sure, but getting now getting back to like my my uh, beginnings with Deadpool, I liked the character a lot. In fact, in one of his first appearances, uh, like Cable basically destroys him, cuts him up into small pieces, and mails him back to the guy that hired Deadpool to kill him. <laughs> uh, and that's when we found out that he's like you know can heal, he never dies, uh, and we started getting like fun little stories as they. You know, years later, they gave Deadpool his own run, and we found out more about his character. Right. Getting to the point where, like, I liked the character a lot. Not to the level that you like him, Mm -hmm. but I like that character a lot. Uh, Though most of his history, up until about three, four years ago, he hasn't been an R-rated character. And I know that's been an issue with this movie coming out. People are like, well, how don't you make a PG-13 version so the kids can come see it? No, like, no, no, no. Deadpool's an R-rated character. He's an R-rated character. Your kids shouldn't come see it. I'm like, well, that's not entirely true. Deadpool now, that's like everywhere in mm. comics, yeah, he's a mature character. Yep. But that is not his roots. That's not where he started. And so I thought it was interesting that... There were so many people who were vehemently, just like now with Sam saying, no, no, you can't do it, who who stood on that whole, like, no, stick with that R rating. It works. And I can't say that it doesn't. The movie worked. Yeah. Uh, but do you think that there is a universe, a fringe universe somewhere where there's a PG-13 version of this movie that works? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because... Because, I, I, like I said, is is when, when when I really got into Deadpool, is he was already at that point yeah. where he was, even though it was you know before the movie, you know, it was before even the test footage leaked, and even then he had already reached that point where he was cursing and they were uh, blur, uh, bleeping it out in the mm-hmm. comics. And yeah. So that's all I've known. But they Deadpool. were bleeping it, right? And and you see, and we even said that on my comic life when they announced that they were doing the Deadpool movie, and then they still weren't sure if it was going to be R PG thirteen. And I even said, like, I would be okay with a PG-13 Deadpool if they were able to censor him correctly like they censor him in the comics. Uh You know, like, maybe he still would say, like, fuck, but, like, they would bleep it out and there would be a tone or something like that. Sure. You know, so – but I don't don't know about – PG thirteen. In my in my head, like I'm trying to like cut out like what would have made this movie R and trying to get it down like a PG. You would have cut out so much funny shit out of this film. And that's and that's exactly why it's not being released in China. 
is is the you know the Chinese government was like, okay, you can release this movie, but you got to tone these aspects back, and like the 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 creative team was just like, in order for us to make it acceptable to be released in China. We would have had to basically reshot the movie because yeah, yeah. the the stuff they wanted us to take out. It's like, well, we understand like that. It's like you know a graphic part of the movie, either with language or with violence, but it's also a pivotal part, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, we we can't. And so they just ultimately said, you know what, China, you're just not going to get this movie, get this film. Which, but enjoy Zoolander too. Yeah. yeah, no, I was just thinking, okay, you'd have to cut out the unicorn masturbation. Oh, my God. The, the, oh, my God. Just the weird random shit like that. The celebrating woman's day uh-huh. scene. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That caught me off guard. Oh, and then my you'd, God. You'd, you'd have to, oh, my God. You'd have to get rid of all the blood splatters on the bridge shootout scene. Uh-huh. And then maybe it would still be the strongest PG-13 yeah. film I I had yeah. ever seen yeah. in my yeah. life. And, yeah. and considering that they're already saying that, like, oh, expect a director's cut. Oh yeah, my no, god! I know that was some, that was my other, other big thing I said. Like coming out of this movie, I was like, "A, why couldn't it be longer? B, dear lord, let there be like a director's cut where like more There's shit gets added back. I don't think it's added back to this. It movie. wasn't depraved enough for me. Wow. I wanted more. You know, and I got to say, this the pacing of this movie. I was a little, I wouldn't say worrisome, but like the way it was, the way it's shot and edited, where uh-huh. it's you know present time flashback and like, you know, I was I was a little nervous about that pacing, but. The story just the way that the story's laid out reminded me of how Joel described that new Steve Jobs movie. How like it all takes place within the course of like one seminar or whatever, right. three speeches, but like then you flash back to all this other stuff. And I really thought that was a I thought that was a very interesting choice and it worked for me that it's mostly most of this movie is taking place over the course of just a fight happening on a bridge. Mm-hmm. And then we're flashing back to yeah. the story and then coming back. Yeah. And then it's like the third act is when we've caught up with everything yep. and go ahead and, and finish up the story. Speaking of the story, I would like for you guys to kind of summarize what we get. Guys, by the way, spoiler oh, alert. Yeah. No oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> you no for, shit. You, you've really got to skip. If you haven't seen Deadpool yet, maybe skip this and come on back after you've seen it. But I'd love for my comic life to kind of run down and summarize the story of this film. Well, so the film is heavily, heavily. I, I, I mean, I would say is I'm a hundred percent influenced by the Joe Kelly run of Deadpool. Is with uh, especially with the origin story. Now they did cut out a lot. Is so yeah, and they altered a few things because it wasn't. It was well. It doesn't say where he goes per se. No, no, it, but it, 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 it doesn't say that it's Weapon X or anything, right? Is is so in in the movie he finds out that he has cancer and he's hanging out at at a bar where all these other mercenaries hang out, which is is true to the comic form. Is is you know is when he first got his first solo run, they used to hang out at uh, at a bar that they all called Hell House. It wasn't run by Weasel. Weasel didn't. It was run by an older guy and. Um, so that part they did kind of keep true. Um, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. No, that he he's hanging out in a bar yeah, full of assassins. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, but in in the movie he get he gets sick and he's approached in the bar by an unknown. Well, he's agent. not sick yet. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he, no. He, no he I thought sick. you were talking about that. He gets approached by the copycat character Morena. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Uh, which she isn't in the uh, she. 
she isn't in the uh, the Joe Kelly uh, 98 annual, which is what they really took as the influence for whenever you see him uh, in the comic. They call it the hospice where they do the experiment and give him his powers. She wasn't introduced uh, yet or if she or she may have been in this past, but they were over because in the in the 98 annual. This is they set up where Deadpool falls in love with death mm-hmm. is because he <laughs> I love that. because he's in because uh, he's in he's in the hospital and uh, instead didn't you get that book from me like didn't I sell you yep. that one yep. yeah yeah yep and, was... yep, yep. and uh, I've read it like three times four times <laughs> you know um, but so in in the hospice is one Ajax wasn't Ajax yet he was in the comic but he was known as the assistant and he was the assistant to Dr. Kilbrew and Dr. Kilbrew was the one that was in charge of the facility that was running all these experiments and these experiments were part of the Weapon X uh, program but Deadpool volunteered Wade Wilson volunteered for this because Mm -hmm. he was a because he was like he was in the Weapon X program, and then he went on a mission, killed one of his teammates, and the Weapons X program was like, we, 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 we can't have this. And then he gets sick, and then they're like, okay, well, you can, you can go to uh, – t- sorry, he was part of Department K, and then went into the Weapon X program mm-hmm. to, to get the Wolverine power, which they don't mention in the film. Yeah, yeah. because it's – when they inject him with Wolverine's blood, which is what happens, he gets his healing factor, but it also, like, accelerates all the cancer he has in his body. Right. Am, I, yeah. am, am, am I wrong here? No, no, no. no. Is, is there, are, there are a couple different theories of why Deadpool's skin looks like the way it is. One theory and the theory that they use in, uh, in the movie is that the, uh, the healing factor is constantly healing the cancer. But Which then is constantly th- replicating. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then there's another theory where it's like where the two meld together. So like in the in the in the movie, it's like they're the they're both fighting each other, and mm-hmm. one's trying to be dominant over the other. Yeah. And then there's another theory where it's like no, they bonded together, and that's why you know uh, he's messed up. So I haven't really read a comic that really explains why he looks like that. Is this is all stuff I've read on forums. But I kind of go with the theory that is 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 that the two are fighting each other out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and so so yeah, so uh, so okay. He gets approached by by Mr. Smith. I know, yeah, by Agent Smith, who who was uh, that actor? He was in the Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I um, recognize it that. exploded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it turned inside out and it exploded. Yeah. <laughs> so so. Uh, but so yeah, so he goes. So in the comic, he's in in the program. He gets injected, and Doctor Kilbrew keeps you know uh, doing these experiments, and nothing nothing's happening with his powers, and nothing's happening, and mutants are dropping left and right in in the hospice, and so a way that all the mutants there kind of it's really morbid to say, but the way they kind of entertain themselves is they have. A Deadpool, which is who's going to be the next mutant that either is killed by Dr. Kilbrew or takes their own life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Deadpool was – Deadpool finds out what uh, what the assistant Ajax's real name is, Francis, and then starts, you know, just – just like in the movie, just starts like, you know, just antagonizing him and being like, all right, Francis, all right, calm down. <laughs> and what, and in the comic, what drives, what drives Ajax really mad is 
all the other mutants find out that his name is Francis. So now it's not just Deadpool calling him Francis. It's everybody because he was he was this he was this really scary guy because he was the right hand man of Doctor Kilbrew. So no one ever messed with him. In fact, like when Kilbrew was like, "All right, this isn't going to work. We need to take this mutant out." That's what the assistant did. That's what Ajax did. Is he took him out? Yeah. And so everyone he was the cleaner. Yeah. So every like Ajax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so got his name off of some soap. <laughs> but so so all the mutants started calling him Francis because they were like, oh, now we know his weak spot. And so Dr. Kilbrew will not let Francis kill Deadpool. He's like, no, because we're still testing out his all this other stuff. But so then what he does is he kills um he kills um Worm, who in the movie is not is represented is represented but they don't say who it is is in the movie you see uh Wade ta- laying on a stretcher talking to a guy on another stretcher they don't see each other in the movie mm-hmm. uh but in the comic that that other guy is Worm and that is basically Wade's friend and so uh in a fit of rage Ajax kills Worm mm-hmm. and Deadpool loses it because like he's like this is my only friend here and like he's who I'm closest to he shut everybody else out and so what real so what triggers uh Wade's healing ability is the anger that he feels from Ajax killing Worm Mm -hmm. and then they fight and then in the process of fighting Ajax kills Wade then he goes in the afterlife, meets death, falls in love with death. But like, Thanos won't have this. Well, Thanos isn't introduced uh, in in the ninety eight annual of, uh, or maybe he is, but they don't say it's Thanos. They probably don't say it's Thanos because in the the official canon, it's that Thanos has like he has the infinity gems at that yeah, point. He, yeah, he wants to end the universe because he too loves death. Loves death, right? And, and he won't let he won't let Wade die so yeah. he can be with death. So right. he like, gives him immortality. Right, but so but in the ninety eight annual. Uh, <laughs> death is like it's not your time yet like and he's like no i just want to be with you because he's also throughout the process he's been begging to die and kilbrew wouldn't kill him and so when he finally does die he's like peace awesome and oh bonus like i fell in love with death and she's like not your time you need to come back you need to go back and then that's when his regen kicks in and that's when he starts you know that's when he goes off and starts uh, and starts to become actual Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I got a little question because Deadpool's a little mad in the comic books. Like he has voices in his head. He carries yeah. on conversations with himself. He have, he does have multiple personalities. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Did you think that they accentuated that point or just kind of made him kind of like a, a sarcastic mouthy no, they, fuck they, and then just kind of they, let it go they, from there? They, they, I, I don't think they explored that side of him. I mean, like, that, didn't, that didn't bother me too much. It, it just kind of occurred to me right. that you never like really see him like talking, like arguing like with himself like he does in the in the comic books. Right. In, instead, it, they did that through different characters. Yeah. Like, you know, his his blind roommate. But no, they, they did play him in the movie. They played him more kind of like a, a, a foul-mouthed Spider-Man. Right, which... You know, in the movie, he's sarcastic from the very beginning, mm-hmm. and that's and you know they even have a line in there that's like your sense of humor won't like make it through this, and he's like you want to bet. In the comic, when he gets to gets to the hospice, he is very serious, and what drives him insane is wishing for death and never getting, never it. getting it, and th- and then finally getting it, only then to have death reject him, mm-hmm. and that's when he's like batshit crazy, and that's when he starts like. You know, being the like mile a minute, you know, nonstop talking and and start and starts to show that trait. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so so I, I was a little 
uh, I mean, like, I guess for for budget reasons and for time reasons, I guess you can't explore all of that. Yeah, you got to have something for the next one. Yeah, you know, you know, but I, I would have liked to seen him be like a more of a serious character than go through the process of changing and then see like, okay, this is why he's a, a talker a mile a minute mm-hmm. and you know, and is sarcastic. I also want to know when you get superpowers, do you just automatically learn how to sew badass costumes? <laughs> because I've seen Spider Man. Learn how to sew a badass costume. Deadpool just figured out how to sew a badass costume. Batman bought his costume. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, the most realistic. Like, yeah, but like, these guys like out of nowhere. There's like sewing montages, <laughs> and, like certain superhero films, and I'm just like, damn. But th- I can't sew for shit. I've never yeah. tried. I felt you like guys this one like you sew. I felt like this one actually did it right though because his first few costumes looked horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> like yeah. he obviously the, learned I, as he was I going. I love the all white costume and also he like stabs some guy and gets soaked <laughs> yeah. in blood. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, white's a bad idea." <laughs> yes. 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 Uh so um so this movie like we said earlier, kind of takes place mostly on a bridge mm. when Deadpool is going after Francis. He's going after Ajax. Um a fantastic battle sequence where he doesn't have a bunch of guns or anything, left them mm. in the car, uh, has a wonderful exchange with this cab driver. I love the cab driver. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, who I think was impl- – I've never seen a character like that in the comics. So I think that was something they created for the movie. Uh-huh. And it, bravo. It, it was. Do you, do you feel like maybe it was offensive to uh, Middle Eastern – folks of Middle Eastern descent? No. That he'd be driving a cab and uh, – I don't I, think so. I mean, I mean, I, I know you, you, we're probably the wrong people to comment on that. I know since like, we're not. Yeah, especially like three white guys talking about like race relations. I don't. It think wasn't the, offensive to me. Yeah, like I didn't see any problems with so, it. I don't see why anybody would you, else would. Would you have been less offended if he was an Uber driver? <laughs> I, I would. I I think that either way it would have worked. Yeah, but there was a sweet sincerity that came across with that character, and I think you know having him be a relatable like immigrant style character mm-hmm. I think that works right. um, I love that he accepts just a payment and high five yeah poor guy <laughs> Deadpool stiffs him the first time I, they meet I know I know that <laughs> but it's that weird touch like it's a fun little yeah. touch that adds a little bit of life to this yeah. entire film the soundtrack of this movie is outrageous and awesome uh, we open up and the, I heard the first couple chords of the song and I couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> it's that whole just call me angel and the mo- and it's this slow you know just kind of going through this entire uh, battle that's going on mm. in a car it's like matrixy style bullet it's, time it's it's what you saw in the leaked test footage that's right and you know and I gotta say is I am happy that all this the majority of the scenes you saw from the trailer. Uh, from the different trailers were in like the first part of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's like, great, get that out of the way, you know. So now everyone's like, now I don't know they, what's going to happen. They kept the, the back end of this movie pretty well under wraps. Yeah, they really did. Did uh, anyone else notice, sorry, side note here. Sure. That the ending fight scene took place on a defunct shield helicarrier. Yeah. I was like, I was, yeah. like, was I the only person that picked up yeah. on that? But, no. they, but <laughs> they couldn't actually put shield on the side because nope. Fox has <laughs> no nope. That's, affiliation. But I was just like... It's a fucking shield helicarrier, yeah, man. This is technically a sequel to to, to Winter Soldier. Yeah, kinda, I'm, like, really I'm like, you got one of those burned out shield you know helicarriers. What? I never thought of that until you said, it. yeah, it really is. Like, you know, is and like, and I will say, it's like kind of like, why didn't you guys address that? Like, <laughs> like I mean, like they never say exactly where they are, but they, there's 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 a moment. 
I mean, because where 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 is uh, the Xavier Mansion? It's in New York. Yeah, Greenwich, yeah. Greenwich Village, New York. Oh, okay, because in, on Gray Malkin Lane. Oh, okay, because I know that movie. I I know that bridge scene and all that. That's all shot in Canada. Uh huh. Yeah, but you know. Canada, New York's not. It's not that far. It's not that far. Just across Lake Ontario. So yeah. it's, it's not like I can majored in geography. <laughs> all right, like, back <laughs> up off my shit. Look at him, that man. You, <laughs> that's why, like, if you've ever seen the X Men movies, it doesn't take Wolverine long to get from Alkali Lake back to New York. Yeah. It's because uh, uh, I mean, like, even like well, in the comics, he also has a teleporter. All right, al- so like although, that helps. Although. Alkali Lake's supposed to be like near Alberta, Canada, yeah. which is a little bit further away. But I mean, even even the X Mansion is not in New York City. Or like, it, it's, yeah, it's in like upstate. the suburbs, like, like okay. upstate New York, yeah. right. close to the Canadian All border. Right. Okay, yeah. I guess I'll let that slide. <laughs> let it slide. <laughs> uh, beautifully violent, uh, wonderful, w- wonderful, like just one-liners. And I know that. It's it's so 1980s. It's so Schwarzenegger to have like one-liners with all the kills, but it works. Oh, it. I mean, and he's not infallible, which is yes. I loved. I loved seeing what like how frustrated he would get if he missed. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was genius in the opening scene when he was like, he's like looking for his ammo belt, and he's like, oh shit, and I got I got 12 bullets. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was I thought that was great. I thought it was great how. It showed how he was counting along, but then how they also like every time he would shoot and the shell would eject, it would have a number. Have a on number. It. Yes. And I thought that was great. And then I love how one guy goes to shoot him and he's like, You weren't counting, were you? <laughs> and, then, and then just like and then just blast him. Uh, this movie obviously takes from the comics where Deadpool breaks the fourth wall constantly yes. and talks to the audience. Uh, and he does that in this all the time, even addresses it in the movie. Oh, I, 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 I was, yes, yes, I, I wanted to bring that up, is how there are so many times in this movie you're like, well, wait a minute, are they going to address, oh, no, never mind, Deadpool's already just addressing <laughs> it, like, you know. Well, I mean, like, and it breaks the fourth wall in, like, huge ways. I mean, like, opening scene, he gets gum on his finger and flicks it on the camera <laughs> yes, and then pulls yes, it off. Yeah. But the biggest fourth wall break to me is Colossus is dragging him back to the X-Mansion, and he goes, which Xavier am I going to see, McAvoy or Stewart? And I was like, <laughs> what? Yes. I was like, you really just like shattered that fourth wall for me right and there. I can't remember which of you said this, but you guys were talking about it before we started recording, and you were saying that like this is obviously a studio film, but it was giving the big middle finger yeah, to I the said, studio. I said, I said like, I've never seen like such a big blockbuster studio film yeah, like say like fuck you to like the Hollywood like oh, big studio system the, in every way possible. I mean the opening credits yeah, where it's where executive it's, producers some yeah. some, some douche. <laughs> yeah, some douche. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the director overpaid hype I, guy. Yeah. Starring the sexiest man and then has the people <laughs> it's, it's cover. The people cover yeah. with Ryan Reynolds on it. I love it. I you know, love it. Some credit was like some tools did this, you know? Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, yes, please. I know. It's like I had read they were like they're like this is the best opening credit scene that we've ever seen in a movie and I was like I wonder what exactly that means, you know, how how is it the best opening? And then when you see, like, oh, you're getting no one's name. It's yeah. just, like, it's just calling, like, and it, these. And it took me a while to, like, catch on to that because, first of all, it said, like, some teenage boy. And I was just like, are they meaning the guys that he's walking by? And I was like, oh, wait, that's the credits. That's, that's the, funny. Yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah. it's really good. And it, it shows that the people that put this movie together understood. Like, they got mm-hmm. the source material. And they're like, all right, there's no way we can open a Deadpool movie with, like, directed by. And, like, yeah. do the – you've got to break – just like in the comics, you've got to break the fourth wall. And right. you've got to be self-referential. Uh, and they, they do that. Uh, what I was really surprised with was the uh, the characters that they chose to have be, like, the foils for Deadpool. The fact that they went with Colossus and yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, is f- – 
in the I know in the comics, Colossus and Deadpool, they don't ever share a story arc like Deadpool and Cable share. And the only way they are really tied together is they're tied to I would say they're tied together stronger through the X Force than they are through the X Men. So would you say that Colossus was maybe supposed to be Cable, and that Negasonic Teenage Warhead maybe should have been Hope? Well, because ooh, Hope Summers that would have been cool. Yeah, we'll it's, it's, it's just because of the after credits scene, right? Yeah. But the thing is, nobody's seen Cable in the con- in the movies. Like yeah. he's a a non factor right now in the movies, and it's almost like. Okay, we can't use Cable because nobody knows who the fuck he is. Mm. Let's go with Colossus because he kind of fits. He fits that mold a right. little bit. But this was—I just found it really odd to choose like yeah. to go with Colossus. And, and also, they this isn't the same Colossus that you've no. seen in the other X. No, because it's not the Daniel Cudmore Colossus, right? Because the Colossus that you've seen in the X Men movies, he is about as big as a normal Jack dude. And then in Deadpool, he is an oversized. Well, what's you even know. funnier is that they got one big guy to wear a mocap suit, and then a different guy to voice him. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's not it's, even the guy who like. <laughs> what, what's funny is I saw pictures of the mo of the guy in the mocap suit, not ripped, not built. No, but like like they were showing him the mocap. I was like, good for you, man. You must like not really give a shit what you know because he's wearing a tight suit and he's but got I heard a gun. I heard he was quite big, tall almost. Well, I mean, I was I was looking at photos from like people who were you know not part of the film, like they were uh, bystanders, like shooting up at him while they were filming. So he did he so you know he 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 kind of just looked more like a tall, out of shape guy mm-hmm. in the mocap suit. You know, is I didn't see any like actual like you know set photos. Sure. So so it might have just been the you know the fact that it was like a grainy cell phone picture, mm-hmm. you know, from like a far away distance that made him look like that. Yeah. But yeah, as I did hear that it it was two different actors uh doing it and but I found it very interesting that with a movie that had to cut so much of their budget before they started mm-hmm. going that they decided to still continue to use a CG character. Yeah, yeah but you never see him colossus out. You know, like no, you never see him you like going from like human to like metal skin coming on. He right. is always wearing which, the metal skin. Which at one point, I think during the Legacy Virus storyline, that Colossus was forced to stay in metal form all the time. So they might be doing a little bit of a nod to that. Um, all right. So we, we've talked about them a little bit and we can come back to it. I think I want to address like the um, <laughs> the full nude elephant in the room in the form of Morena Bacharin. Oh. Firefly dream I was about to say, I was about to say, guys, even if you fucking hate comic books and hate comic book movies, but you are a fan of Firefly, you should go see this movie. This or Homeland. (laughs) Why you can watch Homeland too. She gets she gets fully nude in that. But like she's like I gotta go watch (laughs) Homeland. I I gotta go watch Homeland. I was about to say I got Showtime through Hulu and I I'm not a huge Claire Danes fan and I didn't really get Okay, but now I'm gonna watch it. Do you, do you, do you happen to know what season? I don't. I don't. I don't. I know. I don't. I don't I, know. To the Google. But she plays uh, the the dude's wife, Damian Lewis's wife. Oh, so okay. it should be it should be pretty quickly. Okay. Um. No, but okay. So we can talk about that. Like that's one of the reasons why this thing gets a hard R mm. because there is sex. Like they, yeah. they are fucking and in they movie. fuck for every holiday of the year <laughs> the, making shit and up. i love the music to it the calendar girl song yes i love i love my calendar girl oh. uh but all that aside like the fact that it's like it's gratuitous um it's it's nasty it's fun mm-hmm. 
despite all that, despite that, the gratuitous sex, the violence, the language, this film has a surprising balance of like heart to it too. Where yeah, like you actually care about these characters, yes. like you feel bad for them. Uh-huh. Yes, no, it it, it does. It, it it reads very genuine when it needs to, which I was really surprised by. Mm-hmm. Like I thought this was just going to be wacky movie because I mean you look at the just the story on the surface, what the story is. It's a revenge film. We've seen it a million times. We just have never seen it like this. Yeah. And it is the way that this is packaged and delivered that makes this movie stand out. Do I think it's the greatest superhero movie ever made? No. Uh, I think that it definitely, it has some problems, and we'll get to it because every episode we do what they did right and what Mm -hmm. they did wrong. Uh, But I think that this does stand as Fox's one of their best superhero movies. Like, uh, this it, is the closest that another studio has gotten to pulling off in true fashion the Marvel properties as well as Marvel Studios and Disney. So yeah, far. yeah, is um, is it it and it's funny you say that because it's the highest rated like over in Europe they don't I guess it's like not R it's like fifteen or whatever yeah, Peggy or something like that. right and so this is the highest opening weekend for like a Peggy 15 film in the UK and for Fox and it on opening day it outdid uh X-Men Days of Future Past wow I will say this was better than X-Men Days of Future Past <laughs> yeah it was it yeah. was it was it was better than uh, I I'd, I'd say there are a lot of superhero films out there that people are like oh it's so great and it's like this did it better it definitely it, better, better than Guardians of the Galaxy well, you see, ooh, better, better than the Avengers. Okay, 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 okay. Here's the deal with Guardians. Are you saying it was better than the Avengers? No, no. The Avengers. Well, wait. Is which still Avengers? Almost like ranks which as, Avengers? Avengers number one okay. kind of ranks as number say, one on my list of greatest age, superhero films yeah, I've ever I seen. Yeah. Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah I say it's a little bit better. I'd than say it's age, better than, than Age of Ultron. Ultron. It's a much funner ride, and you know, uh, Age of Ultron. You, I mean, I get what they were doing with that film because in that universe, you have to propel so much storyline. So yeah, you, no, you. Age of Ultron was just like, we're going to set up Phase 3, but we're going to kind of sacrifice story and character development to set up yeah. Phase yeah. 3. Yeah, Agreed. And, yeah, and you could definitely tell like when it's like, oh, we need to borrow a character that we don't have the rights to to propel this story. <laughs> Shit. But here's what I'll say about that, though. Age of Ultron is still a really great movie, oh, it, even it, at the expense of character and story. It's still made for a really awesome film. Right, it, it is. But I feel like, and, and getting back to your point, Joe, is I can't say this about... As a film overall, I still I think Guardians is better. I I, I think not Guardians by is much, better. but yeah, just a yeah. little. I, but, I'd say Deadpool makes it into probably my top five. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, but as far as going from staying true to source material, uh-huh. from source material to screen, yes, it is definitely up there. I can't say how it compares to Guardians because. I'm not going to be one of these people that's like, oh, I've loved Guardians forever. No, no, no nobody fuck you. has. No one liked Guardians <laughs> yeah, no. until the movie came out. I remember after the movie came out, going to uh, Duncanville Bookstore and being like, eh, so you got any Guardians stuff? He's like, no, nope, all sold out. Yeah. Like I was like, Whoa. for the first time in 50 years, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people sold out oh, Guardians no, he, of the Galaxy. He, he, he was like, yeah, we didn't. Brian was like, yeah, we didn't know it was going to be a hit, so we didn't order anything extra. <laughs> so like, he's like, he's like, the most obscure comic book character. I know, for 30, 40 years. <laughs> but but now but now you go in there and it's like. 
yeah, I got guardians everywhere. You got like, Star Lord coming out your ass. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, every one of them's got their own individual comic series right now, running oh, yeah. with Marvel. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. No, they. And do. you better believe Deadpool's going to start launching out the ass, even though he, he's, he's what already. Do you, what, what do you mean launching out the ass? He's Wait, already all I over mean, the place. Like, okay, so the current runs we have of Deadpool is we have his normal storyline. Yeah. Then we have. Uh, he's he's the main driving force in the Uncanny Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, and then we also have right now they're doing a mini series of Cable and Deadpool, and well actually now for the first time and I only know this because they make reference to it in the comic, is like Deadpool is just ragging on Cable. He's like, yeah, for the first time my name's going first <laughs> on the book, and he, and he's and he like he, that was amazing too. Yeah, I love that. And he's like, sorry to all the four people that cosplay as as Cable. <laughs> as cable. So you have that, and then you also have um, you also have uh, what issue one just dropped, which is uh, Deadpool's Merc for Money, which is going to be a limited series, and then uh, Spider Man and Deadpool. And no, there's still one they could bring back. They could they could bring back the Deadpool core. Yeah, Deadpool I, core. I've, now I've never read any Deadpool <laughs> core. Is is I? It's kind of funny. Is, is I understand it's kind of like just like an army of like of people dressing up as Deadpool. No, no, it's Deadpools. He's pulled from different dimensions. Oh, yes. that's right. So there's Lady Deadpool. That's right. Kid Deadpool. Kid Deadpool. Dog you know, Deadpool. You, you, zombie Head. You know what? Now that I think about it, there is an issue in the Posein <laughs> Duggan run where he where some of those people bleed over into. Funniest it. bit of that comic yeah. book is that Lady Deadpool and Deadpool hook up and they're like, oh gosh, it's like fucking your sister, you know? And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Why would you try to hook up with yourself oh in an alternate God. dimension? I love it. I love it. Okay, so let, that leads me to this question, Jeff. All right. Because you ha- are a big fan of Deadpool. Yeah. How do you feel about all these, like, you know, folks jumping onto the bandwagon, the Deadpool bandwagon, and like, oh, yeah, Deadpool, love to And you knew, like, even up to a year ago. Yeah. They didn't did. give a fuck. They didn't know no. who Deadpool was. And now here they are, like, you know, Deadpooling out on, on social media. I'm... Do you get like territorial about it? Like it's, a little it's bit mine. is is like so. I, I I like it in the sense that it's now it's like okay, well this is gonna help make Deadpool be more of a success, and we'll be able to see more of Deadpool. So that part of me makes that part makes me happy. But then at the same time, I'm like, but kind of what I liked about Deadpool was that he wasn't that popular, and that he was this kind of like underground like that, that hipster mentality. Of like, I liked Deadpool before he was big. Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> every, every everybody's got that with like one superhero yeah, so that like they discovered. There's something that they loved. Like, yeah. like, like what, that was me with Wolverine. Yeah, what, Nobody what, was a huge Wolverine fan when I started getting into what, that. What character. I don't like, it, and or like what upsets me more is someone be like, oh yeah, Deadpool's my favorite, and then the next superhero movie comes out, and then that <laughs> same person's like, oh, this is oh this is gonna be this is my, f-. and it's like, uh, oh Groot. I yeah. am Groot. Yeah, yo like, soy Groot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just like really like that's what that's what bothers me is those bandwagoners that are you know just like oh because this is the next superhero movie this is now my new favorite superhero uh, character, and it's like you know even if this movie sucked. Even if this was like the worst piece of shit. If this was the X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. If oh, wait, was, that's if, right. Deadpool was in that movie. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he was the best part of that movie. And I really don't like the fact that, like, as soon as we all got wait, to the theater. The first half of him. Yeah, first was half the best of him. Yeah, of sorry. Is, he I, was also the worst part of that the, movie. The, the, the all of five minutes where he's talking and then does his, like, little sword fight scene. That's like the best part yeah. of that movie to I, me. Even watching that scene again, though, 
when we were before before the film, yeah. I was like, wow, this is kind of a cheap cop out of a scene where he's just like deflecting bullets with his swords. It's like this is kind of lame. Deadpool doesn't do this. No, yeah, he, no, he doesn't. He just like, he like he just takes the hits. <laughs> yes, yeah, no. Deadpool would have just like thrown a grenade in there and then just mopped up yeah, everybody's guts yeah. off the wall. I, I do like, like I do like how right before the film started when we were still see, uh, it was even before they showed uh, Deadpool in uh, in uh, Wolverine Origin. You turned to me and you're like kind of hope this is uh you get the same experience i got when i saw x-men <laughs> yes. when i saw wolverine uh origin i was like oh <laughs> and then i and then i realized i was like oh wait yeah, Deadpool was in yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> so like, you did get that experience yes. hey yeah. you got you got your redemption in the wolverine i sure did no at the wolverine and in days of future past oh, he had yeah. a great storyline oh line. yeah yeah uh, in x-men first class his two second scene in that oh yeah where he tells right. them to go fuck off. I was off. so hoping that he would show up in like a two-second scene in this film. I was now, too. What I thought, but, but Hugh Jackman's already all over this movie. Oh yes. my god! Well, yeah, let's talk about. <laughs> Can that. Can we talk about that? Well, wait. <laughs> before we do, don't think that they're trying to sweep under the carpet any of Ryan Reynolds' past like superhero appearances. Fuck no! Because they make a Blade reference in this movie. Did they? I yeah, mean, they sure do. I miss. I must have oh, missed you know, the he, Blade reference. T.J. Miller was like, "Yeah, go have fun. Go and talk your midnight showing a Blade two or something." Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. When he's talking to Ajax and all right. the, when they're yeah. in the bar. Yeah. Uh huh. And then uh, then he went to uh, they they do the whole thing where like. They they cut to what is it? It's like a toy of oh the yeah, Deadpool they cut, character they, they, from X Men yeah, Origins. Yeah, I forget how they <laughs> set it up so masterfully. Like like he says something of like something of like, well, it couldn't really be any, any worse. worse. And, and then, then they, they cut, cut to that. that. <laughs> they cut they cut to an, a, a doll of of him from the movie, and then like and then you see him pick it up. He's like so you see him picking up his own action oh, yeah. figure, yes. which is just like. And this, then, this is a, this and I'll is, tell you and then they make a Green Lantern reference. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But everyone knew the Green Lantern reference. It was because, gonna, it was gonna yeah. come in. Yeah, you know, is because they they did the poster that was making fun of the Green Lantern, <laughs> and then they did, uh, and then from what you saw in the trailers is he's like, don't make my suit green or, or CGI. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Ryan's even come out and said before he never got along with the Green Lantern director very well. Yeah. Well, never, what was thought it was a bad. What movie. was funny? He directed freaking Casino Royale. That's the same director wow. who did like one of the best Bond movies wow. ever made. Yeah, like that rings up that, there like something like my second favorite all time Bond movie. Right, wow. and then you have this piece of shit superhero movie. Yeah, is I don't know why, but like in 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 doing in doing press for Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds was asked. He was like, you know, like oh, if they ever, you know, reboots are really popular, and if they ever wanted to go back and revisit Green Lantern, would you be a part of it? And like he was like, no. He's, yeah, I, no. he's I'm absolutely done with that. He's like, I'll never play that character again. He's like, but I would love to play Deadpool for the rest of my life. Yeah, no, oh, he's awesome. He stated like, well, he claims, you know, people change their minds all the time, but he said in press interviews, this is his last superhero movie. After R.I.P.D. failed, and after Oh, what? I forgot all about R.I.P.D. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And after, and after uh, you know, Wolverine Origins was such a tank. Mm-hmm. He was just like, you know what? I'm done playing superheroes. And yeah, he he said, I would love to play Deadpool, yeah. but I will not play anybody else. You know, Green yeah. Lantern, R.I.P.D. Yeah. in the first yeah, Wolverine yeah, yeah. Film. Th- I think that was the quote. He said, I'll never play another superhero for the rest of my life, but I would like to play Deadpool for the rest of my life. Yeah. I, I, th- I believe that's the well the based quote. on based on what we got from him. I wouldn't have a problem with that. No, no, no. And and, and even back when. And I used to get blasted on like message boards and chat rooms and everything. Even back when Origins came out, I was like, Ryan Reynolds needs to keep playing Deadpool. There were always people like, no, Ryan Reynolds is a horrible fucking Deadpool. He can't carry this character. And I was like, no, he can. Back in like 2000, 
nine or eight, whatever, I was like, please, God, please let him stick with this character. So yeah. here's what I would love, <laughs> and then we'll get back to the movie yeah. uh, and wrap and wrap that. Um, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds as the real Deadpool. Are we gonna see that? So, so T.J. Miller in a, in in an interview, he didn't say it was happening, but he said like. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw uh, a Wolverine versus Deadpool, like something or another. Like, eh. I think he said movie, but like, you know. Wolverine, I mean, Hugh Jackman has stated after like one more X-Men movie and one more Wolverine film, he's hanging up his claws for good. So, But 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 that's the thing, man, is we talked about this on My Comic Life. They're already, Fox is already like, all right, so it's very public that, that, that uh, Hugh Jackman's doing one more Wolverine standalone movie and then another X-Men ensemble movie, and then he's done. They're already like, who can we get to, to come in and, and replace him? No, you just know. back the truck up to Hugh Jackman's lawn and start yeah. dumping money until oh, he yeah. agrees to do and one and, more. And, and, and that's I would the, love to see him do and, one and more. And that's the other thing is given – and this is kind of getting back into what you were just talking about with all the Wolverine references is – is I think I, I would have so, a heart like, like those were all love letters to Hugh Jackman. Yeah, like, almost, please be involved. I almost yeah, feel like Ryan Reynolds kind of daring him, or like goading him, and to be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey right. I dare you to come on? Yeah, come is, on, is do like, it." I really would like to think that Hugh Jackman would be like, "No, I'm done with Wolverine," and then they're like, "We're gonna do a Deadpool Wolverine movie," and then Hugh Jackman would be like, uh, uh, okay. "One last time, uh, okay, okay, one more time." Yeah. Speaking you know, of casting, um, I know Cable's been talked about uh-huh. as going to be a huge part of number two. Who in your mind could even begin to sit down and step into that man's shoes? I can't even begin to tell you. I can't. Oh, I've already been. Maybe, maybe, um, uh, 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 the 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 wrestler from from Guardians. Oh, Drax. Dave uh, Batista. D- Dave Batista. Maybe? No, I don't know if I would do Dave Batista. I would go. Ray Stevenson, who kind of failed as the Punisher. As the Punisher, that would be a good bit of casting. Or the main villain from Avatar. Oh, I don't know who that uh, yeah. was. Yeah, but you know <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, the guy in the, in the robot yeah, suit. Yeah, 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 the guy in the robot yeah, suit. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I think, um, man, see, now because, I'm starting be, to because, think about because that. Because with a character Ray like... Ray Stevenson would you, be really good. I he, hope so, Because you would need someone... his Punisher, But he man. already plays a character in the Thor movies. No, he does. He's... Uh, yeah. He's Fandral or whatever. That's the, right, yeah. Because because with the character like Cable... I liked that movie, too. I'm sorry, Jeff. Yeah. I, I liked no, I liked Thor. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, no, the pun- you liked that, Warzone? I liked Warzone. I think that's the closest they got to proper Punisher. Ooh. At was least that, movie-wise, I think no. that's the closest Was that technically a reboot? Do you think, did you, yeah. Do, oh, okay. do you think that the uh, the Dolph Lundgren one was better? No, I like the Thomas Jane one the best. <laughs> the, when I'm, the Punisher comes from Florida? <laughs> When he dives into the guy's liver and goes, I want my apple sauce back. Come on. <laughs> okay, I spit beer out of my villains. mouth. I'm not talking about the villains because I will give you that. The villains were almost 60s Batman-esque. Yeah. Like they were horrible. Mm-hmm. But Ray Stevenson as the Punisher, when he's in the kitchen and he's got the little girl in his arms, those guys were about okay. to try to take out the mother and, his, and her kid. And he sits there and the guy starts and he just blows his face off. I'm like, okay, I gotta, that's, that's the Punisher. I would, I, I would have to go back and watch Warzone again because I only saw it once and like, I thought it was just so horrible. The Sam, first. a rocket launcher shoots a guy who's free running across <laughs> rooftops. He rockets a guy into paste. That's the Punisher, man. See, I don't think Ray Stevenson is, uh, is big enough to play Cable because Cable... It's not a character like Colossus where you can CGI him. But well, but, you but, have to CGI his arm though. 
Okay, but still, it needs to be someone who's like naturally naturally built and big, like someone on the size of like The Undertaker or Kane. Nathan Ascani, Sun Summers. Oh God, I love that character. You know, not as much as Wade, but I do love Cable. Cable's got some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great for Wade to bounce off of. I love at the end of the credits that we get the Ferris Bueller. Oh thing, my gosh, yes! Where it's like, yeah. guys, you're still here. Yeah. The movie's over. Go home. Go home. <laughs> yeah. And then he lets out that, like, Cable's going to be in the yeah. next film. Yeah, because, like, yeah. Jeff was, like, so pissed. Jeff was, like, I got to get my two bonus scenes, and they haven't showed up yet. And all of a sudden, like, they, they do one, and I was, like, okay, so there's not a... All of a sudden, like, next clip, he's, like, hey, Cable's <laughs> yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, is... is is Yeah, if if if, if that's true, and because and I could also see them being, like, yeah, we were just trolling you guys, like haha. Like, no, that w- that would be fun because they had a great relationship in that cable. Well, Deadpool but run. Also, here you go, go get Dolph Lundgren to play Cable to redeem himself from the Punisher. Oh film. my <laughs> God, that's actually that's actually not a bad Dolph idea. Lundgren, so for Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren can't act. Oh, he's so flat. My God, but but th- but that's how Cable is. Cable he's is so flat. Cable and, is and so serious. Points it out. Yes, he's just you know. There are so many times where like you know Cable is just like. This is the mission. We got to do this and this. And Deadpool's the one that's like, no, like you know, and like and bounces off of him because Cable Sorry, that is was very serious. No, but that's actually a really it's good, a good idea. <laughs> that's a really Tall good idea, guys. In the comics, Cable's Technovirus, which is like he uses his mental powers to keep it at bay. Yeah. So it takes over his arm, but he uses twenty four seven. He's using his mental capabilities yeah, that's, to that's keep it. That's why he's not there. as powerful. I mean, he is technically mm-hmm. the one, if not the most powerful one, one of the most powerful mutants ever out there. Mm-hmm. But he can't ever use the full range of his power. Right. He's constantly in the and, back of his mind. He's trying to keep that virus, but at one point in the Cable Deadpool comic, the Technovirus is starting to take over. Yeah. And the only way that he could be saved is if he can get some of Wade's DNA. And Wade is pretty much like he's got no arms, no legs, and he's crawling over to Cable just using his chin. And he kind of like <laughs> dips his face into Cable's Technovirus and, uh, and gives him that DNA. From that point forward, Cable has this ability to teleport. It's called body sliding, and he uses like body slide, and he goes somewhere. And the first time he does it after this happens, he body slides, and suddenly like Deadpool shows up where Cable is, and he's like mid bathing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, and I'm just saying, like, if they pull some of that stuff out in the sequel, yeah. I'll be so happy. And and if it is true that they are gonna do uh, have Cable be in the sequel. Then it then that lends some truth to the uh, to the other rumors, which is that they are that Fox is also currently looking at doing an X Force movie, uh-huh. and that's there were rumors of an X Force TV series a while back as well, right? Uh, be, they tried like Mutant X for a while, like back in the, the oh, early nineties. I found out about that <laughs> Mutant X. Ripped off Marvel, but was it well, and officially licensed Marvel's show, and Marvel sued them sued and them. shut them down. <laughs> yes. Oh wow! Yeah, yes. wow. yeah. Because uh, I, I thought it was a Marvel show, and I thought it was I thought awesome it was yeah. too. And then I found out, I was like, oh, they've been ripping off Marvel yeah. for like years. Yeah. Uh, is so, so I, I would like so if they do do Cable, is then I would say like, okay, they are setting up because supposedly also the Gambit movie that's in production is going to tie in is, is supposed to tie in to an X-Force movie can well, I, I tell you what character I couldn't give less of a shit about Gambit? than Gambit I, I kind of like Gambit I don't like Gambit I just don't but see I could see like the next Deadpool movie kind of maybe jumping off where X-Men Apocalypse leaves off because part of the reason Cable 
body slides or backslides into time to prevent apocalypse from destroying the future. Which would be a perfect lead. Right. If they're yeah. trying to do what Disney Marvel are doing by keeping the well, franchises and all like together. bridging Fo- the gaps Fo- in them. Fox has said that that is uh, is I forget who I forget if it was one of the writers or the or one of the producers for Apocalypse, but they were saying like Fox is now really trying to do that to where it's like we're going to do our own like version of the MCU with all these X-Men characters. The problem is they didn't have that idea till they had already done like so many films. Yeah. And so like because we we were talking about this on on My Comic Life is is they did say that like Deadpool, the Deadpool movie is in the same universe as uh as Apocalypse is. So and it's also it. kind of in the same universe as Winter Soldier, which I love. Yeah. I yeah. love this. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, Fox has come out and said, "Hey, we just kind of erased X Men One, Two, and Three thanks to Days yep. of Future Past. Yeah. We totally reset the X Men yep. universe that's, back that's, to that's, zero. That, yeah. that 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 that's that's where it's like supposed to like start and start to have you know some. Co- it's co- it's the J J Abrams Star Trek yeah. of the X Men movies, which yeah. I'm okay with. Like, yeah. I love X Two. X Two is still, I think, probably my favorite Fox superhero movie. Magneto. Uh, <laughs> Magneto, <laughs> Cerebro, uh, but but no, I I think what they did with uh, Days of Future Past was great because I liked First Class okay, but like every time I watch it, I like it less and less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Days of Future Past was a good use of those characters. Right, uh, Apocalypse is gonna be, you know I'm kind of on the fence about. Uh, got to see the trailer for that before the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god, what the hell was I going to bring up though? There was a, a topic about Deadpool, uh, obviously that oh. Funniest parts of this movie. Now there there are a lot of funny bits, obviously because it's Deadpool. Mm. A lot of funny bits, but I think the thing that was just the most genuinely funny, and I thought well done from a production standpoint and a delivery standpoint, was when Ajax and Deadpool are fighting. Ajax stabs Wade in the skull, <laughs> and then uh, Copycat or Morena Bakarin. I keep calling her Copycat. I don't think she was supposed to be Copycat. Well, n- not mm, yet. Yes, is is is. Is in the comics is she does become copycat is oh, okay. is, is is way because you know she's she's the in the in the comics she's a hooker and in the movie she's a stripper yeah uh, so they changed that what? up a little Stanley making well, a no, cameo no, no, in an no. R rated film no, yeah. she starts out as a hooker because like she walked up to him at the oh, at, yeah. at oh, the yeah. bar and was like hey how much money you got on you <laughs> she's like she's like don't blow your wad all at once that gets you forty eight minutes of anything that you yeah. want. Yeah. I hate to say it. I went online and went looking for a Voltron ring. I found one, but Did it was sixty bucks and sold out. Was it just like what we saw in the movie? Yeah, yeah. And it was just Man. like what we sold on the. <laughs> you know, I made that mental note and I forgot to do it when we were watching the movie. I was like, I wonder if those exist. Yeah, because I was like, I would totally wear a Voltron ring around. <laughs> <laughs> no shame whatsoever. Know, right? We got to find out which ski ball place has <laughs> yeah. those rings. Uh, okay, so she does become copycat. Yes, and yes. All right. So, so there's so potential she could be in movies, uh, which upcoming movies. I'm fine with. Honestly, I've got to say, historically, I feel like Morena Bacharin, like in Firefly, I feel like she's the weak. Mm-hmm. I always felt like she was kind of the weakest link. Uh, I don't think she's good in Gotham, but to be honest, I don't, I don't think anything about Gotham I is say, good. I, I Everybody, everybody's treating Gotham season two like Shield season two, saying that like they really turned the show around now and it's really good. Guess what? You, I gave you guys like I think four to six episodes, <laughs> and you didn't hook me. No. I'm done. No. Like go, uh, no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching Ag- Gotham. Agreed. However, I thought she was really good in this movie. Yeah. But getting back to like, and so she she runs Ajax through with a sword, and then he knocks her to the ground, and then Wade has got like music going in his head. It's the Wham song, 
I think Careless Whisper. Yes. And it's like kind of if it's like a record that's warped that's playing and he looks and he sees her and then like looks at her <laughs> no and he starts doing like the the hearts and you see animated little yes. like characters like little unicorns. Like, what the fuck? And they come back to him and he's doing like the finger in the hole. <laughs> he's thing. like I want to fuck you. I, I thought that was genuinely the fu- to me the funniest part yes. of the movie. I, I do I do. that uh, that yet that or the second time we see the cab driver, oh god, yes. oh god, because 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 the first time we see the cab driver, him and Deadpool have a conversation, and he has a picture up of a girl, and he's like, yeah, this is who I'm in love with, and we would, and like he even says like we'd make a really nice arranged marriage, <laughs> you know, and he's like, but you know, so and so is more handsome than me, yeah, like, and yeah, Deadpool's like, like oh, you gotta take members. him out, like you gotta. <laughs> You you know you just gotta take him out and so then Deadpool like they Colossus, need a cast nega negasonic teenage yeah, warhead and are in the back the and they hit a pothole and they hear something in the trunk and they're like what was that and he's like so you know my my romantic r- rival? rival yeah he's like he's like he's in the trunk and they're like you can't do that and Deadpool's like uh yeah you can't I'm so happy for you I'm so <laughs> proud of you <laughs> like just like I, I just that scene and just the conclusion to that scene yes yes oh god, god. yeah where, where, where he's like and don't kill him play him <laughs> like, no 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 we're, he's talking we're, about no, the, we're, the we're accident like, we're like, we're like oh, Deadpool calls him yes. and he goes to turn his cab around and his cab gets rear-ended <laughs> with the guy in the trunk yes and it's not like just a minor no. fender bender <laughs> like the back end of the <laughs> trunk is like mashed in a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> that, that poor bastard dead. back there you even hear him like cry out like a little bit in pain. I know. And I look, he's just sitting there holding the phone like, uh. uh. But yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Is uh. No. We, we we never went into all the all the Hugh Jackman Wolverine references. We, I mean, yeah, we mentioned it end, a little bit, but yeah. So big well, reveal. He's been he's been afraid to show his cancer ridden face to his fiance, and he pulls off his mask at the end, and he's got a Hugh Jackman picture stapled <laughs> to his face. They well, survived that battle, by the way. Kudos to that. Yeah. Well, I also like at the beginning of the movie when he's addressing the audience, and he's like, "You're probably wondering how I got a film," and he's like, "Well, I had to do like." Well, I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, it had a lot to, of like kissing up to do to someone. He's like, I won't say their name, but it rhymes with like ball. Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> yes. And he's like, he's like, I had to like c- caress his smooth ball. Australian yeah. balls. Yes. Yeah. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's because he keeps that. Oh, God. That, that to me was like, and I think this goes to show like these guys were so smart with their writing, is because Deadpool will work. To Wolverine as Wolverine in the universe, yeah. but then also make these comments that is like, that's not a shot at Wolverine, that's a shot at Hugh Jackman, because like he'll like quote Wolverine, but then like do it in a, like in an Australian, Australian accent. accent. So my final thing that I want to point out is that Deadpool is not a nice character. However, he still comes across likable. Yeah, but he's, he's still like root for he, this guy. He's a total asshole. Like he's got this roommate who's a blind woman, and, and the okay. baby hand. He, oh, <laughs> the baby hand was so good. But when he goes off, we can come back to that. When he goes off to the final battle, he tells this old woman, "He's like, I love you, and I've always appreciated you. Uh, there's two million dollars buried in this house somewhere next to the cure for blindness. Goodbye." <laughs> Oh, cocaine. No, it's yeah, not money. Yeah, yeah. He said there's 20 well, kilos of cocaine, cocaine, and it's buried somewhere in this house next to the cure for blindness. <laughs> I mean, what a straight-up dick right <laughs> there. No, right. Okay, well, so so the origin is, and they don't get into this in the, mo- in, in the movie, but uh, Blind Al is, is dead, in the comics, is Deadpool's prisoner. Is Deadpool was sent to go kill uh, a group of uh, mer- uh, British mercenaries, 
and he kills them all and then comes across Blind Al and has like one of the, one of the moments where he's like, you know, in a good mood or whatever and is forgiving. And so instead of killing Blind Al, takes pity on her and is like, instead, you're just going to come live with me. <laughs> and he like and the rapport that they have in the movie is so fucking similar <laughs> to the rapport that they have in the comics yeah. where they, like. You know, like Deadpool will not kill blind Al because mm-hmm. deep down he really, truly does love her, but like still treats her like shit. shit. And like, and but like she also, she also knows that like he's not going to kill me so she can give it right shit, back to him. Does. I love this blind, old blind woman is tripping over the, <laughs> the, the vacuum cleaner and trying to build shit from Ikea, but it's falling apart. I love how he gets frustrated, and he gets up, and he grabs his lotion and his unicorn. <laughs> like, these little touches in this movie. Like, shit that I'm like, I know, what? I know. Yeah, because what that scene is set up is, he. They're, like we said, it's uh, the majority of the film is flashbacks. And so he's like, all right, let's catch back up. And it goes into, like, a fast-forward thing. And then you just see him masturbating <laughs> to a unicorn. And then he's like... Too far, and then and then it rewinds back to where she's building the IKEA set. Yeah, and she and even gets, makes like a comment. I hear everything in this damn duplex <laughs> because I'm blind. I have other extra senses. Goes, I can hear you masturbating. <laughs> she's like, da- what do you say? He calls her like daredevil or something. Yeah, yeah, yes, he makes. I forget the exact line, but it is. It, it, he does like take a shot at Daredevil and like calls her that but it's just like the fact it's like what the fuck man you're grabbing a, st- a, 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 a stuffed unicorn to master and some lotion like a big thing of lotion too and he still has his baby hand that you guys are talking about oh my know, god yes you know, during one scene he tells her to get out of the living room because he thinks his baby hand is, it's, it's gonna feel like doing it for like the first time right, and it right, makes right. it feel bigger yeah it right, makes it feel right. bigger is, is what I thought was really funny is so uh so, to, so on the bridge, Colossus, um, Colossus uh, handcuffs Deadpool to him, so that way he can't kill Ajax. And age, so Deadpool cuts off his hand, which he's done in the comics <laughs> with like the quadruple take. Yes, he keeps looking back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, and I like it. Like, God damn, this movie was funny I, as I shit. Like, I want to go see it again now. Uh, like, I'm going to see it Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> the day this is released. I'll probably be at the theaters. Uh, but like, I like how like he cuts off his hand and then jumps off the bridge. And Sam was like, "Well, he leans over to me. He's like, wait a minute, can." Can Deadpool grow back limbs? Well, because like, like the comics, I've only ever seen him like pick up his limbs, like jam him back. Like, yeah. back on. Like, yeah. I've never seen him grow one back. Yeah, so is, like, is like, and it, does that mean somewhere there's another Deadpool growing out of the hand, the severed hand? I, I feel like that was a story arc. I feel like that's been a story arc before. I really do. I, I can't, was hoping I can't they were going to deny. I was it, hoping they like, were going to lampoon like the after credit sequence of X Men Origins Wolverine, where like Deadpool's buried under some stuff and his hand shows up <laughs> and like uncovers him and he goes. Shh. <laughs> I thought maybe they were going to do that. Uh, some other, like, there's great cameos in this movie, like Jeff has pointed out. Well, yeah, Stan one, Lee, DJ of a strip club. Stan Lee. He, Stan Lee also, sa- he also said this was his favorite cameo of all, of all <laughs> oh, the cameos. Hey, Stan, we want you to come to a strip club for three days you and just hang, just out, hang out. Look yeah. at tits. Yeah. Uh, but there's a great comic book cameo. That I didn't think was going to happen. Nope. It's in the final Completely battle of this movie. Completely caught me off guard. Completely. It, me too. Uh, and it's in the middle of the final battle, and Deadpool's taking out a whole bunch of stuff, and he starts to like knock this other guy out, and he stops, and he's like, Bob? Yeah. It's fucking Bob the Hydra agent. Yes. So for those of you who aren't familiar, it is 
I, I don't know where, but somewhere along the line, Deadpool befriends a Hydra agent named Bob. It was right after the Cable Deadpool run when he oh, okay. spinned off into his own book. Oh, okay. So, and Bob ends up like, you know, like, Bob's, Bob's like, he works for Hydra, but he's a good guy. <laughs> yes. He's like, and so, like, he'll be like, hey, Deadpool, some shit's going down here. Like, you know, just so-and-so. And, like, and even in recent runs, like, Bob, like Bob, he hasn't really been in it, but like called each other on the phone. Yeah, it was it was in the Uncanny Avengers. <laughs> is Bob? Uh, Deadpool calls Bob, and Bob's like, "Yeah, no, we got some new guys in at Hydra." It's like he's like, "Do you have any openings over at the Avengers?" <laughs> and like he's like, "Bob, you're a Hydra agent." He's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> like just like so, like what does that have to do? And just like that one little quip, like just like if like and what what I really liked is. You could tell, like, at that moment, because you and I busted out laughing, yeah. and laughter throughout the theater was sparse. Yeah. And you could be like, okay, the people who are laughing right now, they're the people who read Deadpool. That's right. You know, and they're the ones who, like, this movie was made for, you know. And it was it was just, like, a great little, like, oh, my God. Like, they said that there are over a uh, hundred Easter eggs in this film. And, like, I... And, I read that before going into the film, and like at first I was trying to ca- count them and be like, I bet I can catch them all, dude. But then like, like it goes too fast. Man. But but then like five minutes of the movie, I was just like, it does. Fuck it, I'll just I'll just if I see it, I see it. What Sam said, you know, something to point out production wise about this movie, it moves quick. Like oh yeah, the, when, I'm surprised either, if a shot lasts more than four or five seconds. Yeah. When 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 Alamo did their ticket drop, I was like, you guys are already doing your ticket drop? Like yeah. what the hell? Yeah, you know, it's like I, I was like. I, Feel like it just started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it moves. It moves along fast. So what is the running time of this movie? Uh, one hour, like forty-five minutes. It's one forty-five. Yeah, no, one forty-nine. Yeah, it's 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 just under two hours. Okay. But it it, 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 it doesn't still, feel like it doesn't. It. No, it it moves fast. Yeah, is uh, let me see, a uh, hundred and eight minutes. Wow. So, so so yeah, it's not I, even. It's not as it's not a, a super short movie. Right. But it's still it moves really well. Oh, and according to uh, according to Wikipedia, it's already made its money back. Awesome. His budget was fifty-eight million, and they made this for fifty-eight million. Fifty-eight million was wow. The, fuck, you really screwed so, Deadpool. So, over. so originally the budget then was around sixty-four million, but then a couple days before Fox officially greenlit the movie, they were like, "You guys got to cut seven to eight million out of your budget," and that's why we have those little quips where Deadpool forgets his gun. That he final forgets his gun, or he, you know, when he's at the uh, the X Men mansion. I think we mentioned this. Where he's yes. like, huh? Yeah. It's funny that yeah, I come by and I only place. see I only see you two. I only see two of you. It's like it's almost like the studio couldn't afford to put anyone else in this movie. <laughs> Plus, I'll wait outside. Okay, guys. Plus, when they when they first show our, they show the X Mansion. They use stock footage from they like sure one. Did. Like, yeah. like, like, it zooms in and says Xavier's School for the Gift. And I was like, that's stock footage from one of the other X-Men yeah. films you just cut in there. Okay, yeah. So uh, so as of today, the Wikipedia page was updated today. So as of today, uh, box office for Deadpool. I don't know if this is worldwide, but it's already at uh, 60 million. How's so it doing compared to Zoolander? I think it's crushing the it's shit out of Zoolander it. is its big competition. Zo- Zoolander is getting panned across the board as being a terrible sequel. Oh, oh, yeah, and unnecessary. It's been, what, 20 years since the last Zoolander yeah. movie? Yeah, Zoolander it was, it was like It was like Sin City. Like, you should have capitalized on it when it was hot. Holy not. shit. Okay, so I'm at Box Office Mojo, and this is, um, this is Friday Estimates. Friday Estimates, Deadpool, $47.5 million. How to be single, 
uh, 5.2 million. <laughs> Zoolander 2, 4.2 million. Wow. Oh, by the way, you know what's kind of fucked up is you know how if you guys listen to Afternoon Delight, you know Joe and I really liked that Prime Theater Yeah. Uh, over here. Yeah, they're not showing Deadpool in Prime Theater. You know what they're showing there instead? Are they showing Zoolander? No, they're showing how to be single in a prime oh, theater. Oh, I bet I bet that'll be great with those rumble seats. Yeah, <laughs> like because I, I was like I was like oh man like I, I, I you know what I get it though because it's an R rated movie you cannot put an R rated movie in one of those theaters because yeah. it's the how biggest to be singles R rated. Is how to be single already? Oh no! Yes, you can. You and I saw American Sniper, but in that it's theater. American Sniper. Fucking Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, Clint Fake Eastwood. Fake babies. <laughs> oh yeah. I've the baby hand in Deadpool <laughs> was more realistic <laughs> than the baby in American <laughs> Sniper. <laughs> okay, so I want to touch on one last thing. This is my final note, and then you know we could do whatever. But the the way that this the sense of humor, the the comedy in this movie. Uh, is really balls to the wall and it kind of comes at you out of nowhere um, and it's shock value. A lot of it is shock value mm-hmm. and I'm very curious to see how it runs on a second through and I think it's going to play okay but do you think that something like that and this was a question that Sarah had brought up do you think that that's something that would either hurt or help uh, not, not so much help but keep it, it would still play well in a sequel? Uh, you're... Wait, rephrase that? The outlandish sense of humor. Like, it seemed oh, yeah. like a lot of it was shock value. Do you think that's something that could carry over successfully yes. for the second yes. one? But, yes, but that is why you need a character like Cable. A foil. Is because you, because because that humor can work. And the first in this first film, it works because it's the first time you're experiencing it, and so it's out there. You And you don't... Doing the sequel, you don't want to rinse and repeat, but you also don't want to get rid of of what made the first one so special. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of tweak it. And adding in one cable's a fan favorite of you know, but also now you have a very serious character that he is bouncing off of because Colossus in in this movie, while he is somewhat serious, mm-hmm. I mean, like he's the straight man to to right. Deadpool. But like at the same time though, like he lets a lot of, like like the best example of this is well we already said spoilers at the end, Deadpool has a gun to Ajax's head <laughs> and 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 like and Colossal does this great speech of like you know what ever, makes a hero yeah just what a makes a two or three moments. moments and like he goes into this speech and then like he keeps going and going and Deadpool just shoots Ajax point blank in the head. And then, like, and the, I mean, who didn't see that coming? Oh, you though? totally saw it coming. But I what, thought for a second, I was like, is he really going to redeem himself right here? But, not? but, but <laughs> well, yeah, cause I thought like, okay, maybe Sequel. this, maybe, maybe this is how they'll tie this. Maybe this is how we'll, they'll get him into the X-Men is like, he'll redeem himself right here. But nope, then he just shoots him. And I was like, and I was so happy that he did that. I even grabbed both of you guys. I was like, <laughs> yes. And then like what really set it over the top was Colossus was still doing his speech and then just stops and just starts puking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. But but like the thing is, and this is the difference between Colossus and Cable. Colossus was like, I still have hope that one day you'll be an X-Men, you know, Deadpool. Cable, on the other hand, would have been like, would have been like, dude, what the fuck? Why no? Like and like, shoot would, him, shoot him now. No, yeah. yeah, that or like, Cable would have like sternly been like, that's fucked up. Like you know, like gone he off on him. He would have physically stopped him. Right, and and that's why you need someone like that in the second one for this humor to continue. Because yeah. then having that someone that stern to bounce off of 
that makes the who also the has humor. the ability. Yeah. To stop. I mean, you had the fight in the beginning where Deadpool's trying to fight Colossus and just busting his own limbs. Uh, I love that. <laughs> oh, like, I forgot about that. Like where he, he breaks just, all of his own limbs. Yeah, like he just punches him in the dick, and he's like, "I feel so sorry for your wife." <laughs> you know, I agree with Jeff. Um, you can still have shock value humor, and that's fine. Just like don't repeat it. Like, yeah. you already had like the baby hand, you know, growing back masturbate <laughs> sequence. Yeah, don't. Don't don't do the same joke twice. Yes. Come up with something else. Still keep it shocking. Like if yeah. you want to cut off Deadpool's dick and like watch it grow back or some <laughs> shit, okay. That would be kind of funny, you know. <laughs> but just don't repeat the same joke twice. But yes, keep kind of like the shock humor and like the whole shit, I did not see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that's that's really what you got to do. That's my last question for you guys. If you have anything else you want to discuss about the movie? Uh mm. I mean, I just no. wish it had been longer. That's yeah. my th- that's my only critique is well, I wanted a longer movie. And, and I have a feeling they ha- uh, that there is so much on the cutting room floor that we will see in the director's cut. Like, like you know, uh, also I hear that T.J. Miller had like several jokes cut out that were too offensive to make this cut, <laughs> which, like, which totally makes sense. And, like, I want, and I'm like, this film's already pretty fucking offensive. Like, yes, what? But what, what did you say that was no, so what, fucking dude, bad, dude? If you ever, th- all you need to do is just look up. TJ Miller stand up, and you'll be like, okay, yeah. I, I get because like TJ Miller, like what's good about him <laughs> is he takes direction really well, and then he can act really well, like we see in Deadpool, like we see Silicon Valley. But then when he's kind of cut loose and on his own, mm-hmm. he is a loose cannon. He he uh, he hosted. I think it was the Critics' Choice Awards. Or like the Independent Spirit Awards. Yeah, one of those. Well, it, it, it was one of the award shows where it was the winners were only voted on by industry people, like by critics and by other actors. And he got up there and he was like, hey, everyone, welcome to so-and-so award show. This is the award show that only we give a shit about. Like saying this on the award show, basically saying like, you realize that the only people who give a shit about this award show are the people in this room. Yeah. No one else gives a fuck. <laughs> and the, like, that's how like TJ Miller is. Is like he, he like he, you know he <laughs> just doesn't like, care. I'd go with you, but I don't want to. <laughs> but I don't want to. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. So then I'm gonna go around the horn here. Sam, did you have anything else that you wanted to add about it? Just go see it, man. Go see go it. Go fucking see it. Yeah. All right. So what did Deadpool do right? We'll start with. Uh, oh. Well, let, you know what? Let's oh, start with okay. Sam. I'll go, and then we'll leave it to. Okay. We'll let Jeff have the final word on his character. Oh, so we're. Uh, What did Deadpool do right? It got the comedy and the essence of the character right. It told a fun and entertaining story that never bored me. And the acting was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that what Deadpool did right was taking something that was outlandish, funny, vulgar, but balancing it with something that was actually very compelling. Uh, It had a lot of heart to it. Uh, it, You cared about these characters. And that's hard to do. Something that they did in Zombieland, where it Mm -hmm. was like this really crude and, and vulgar kind of humor but you still really cared for these characters and it culminated into a really great third act and that's what they did with Deadpool I thought it was it's what I really want almost all of my superhero movies to be not not vulgar or anything like that but to compel me and make me care about what's going on Jeff yeah, is uh, is the writing is this I feel like compared to other comic books turned into movies this had a really big challenge with how the character is with breaking the fourth wall and the how complex he is like 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 you said is he's a bad guy but you are still you still root for him and you're you're still like you know hoping he turns out 
I, I feel like the writers did an amazing job with this. They, and for the most part, they did they did a really good adaptation and staying true to the source material. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, I think I'm going to jump ahead. You're, I, gonna, I, you're just going to start off with what the, what it did wrong, right? Because there are I understand that that you know they had budgetary issues and all that stuff. There were I, I feel like there are some things that you could have added that would have gotten it even closer to the source material mm-hmm. that like wouldn't have cost a lot. Like for instance, like blind out, give her a British accent mm-hmm. because in the comics she's British. Yeah. So you could have done that. Like that like little it's like those little touches like that. But then I also have to step back and real and think like Am I just being like one of those like jackass super fans that's like you know like we we all have moments like oh, that yeah. oh, you yeah. know but but because I I do feel like there were certain things that you could have done to make it like like you could like you you made Ajax the leader of of the of the hospice and they don't and like you could have called it the hospice that's what it's called in yeah. there you know why didn't you make any references that this is part of department k and that's part of the weapon x program like you're fox you have that right mm-hmm. you know like you know you 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 could have added you could have added in certain lines and maybe they are in there and maybe they are and they're on the cutting room floor yeah but you could have added certain things that would not have added budgetarily to the film that would have gotten it just that much closer, but still overall, like very close to the source material. But like, just those like little those little. So things. that's what it did wrong for you. It, it yeah. just didn't. It, it, it missed is, some is, of these little touches. Is, is there little touches that would not have added a great deal of money to the budget that would have gotten it even closer to the comic? What I thought Deadpool did wrong was the ending. Uh, now, uh, now let me specify okay. what I'm talking about. That he gets the girl at the end. That, you know, what what's something to me would have actually been more appropriate for Deadpool is that, like, they go through all that shit and, like, you know, everything crashes or whatever and they dig her up and he gets her, they gets her in a big embrace. They have the funny moment with the Hugh Jackman face and mm-hmm. whatever. She kisses him. Bang. She gets shot, leading to one last, like, one final. That's when the final battle with Ajax happens. Yeah. Not as he's hanging there and he's like, you believe what just happened? Right. And then that's the final battle. They fight, and, and then he, he ends him, and then... And that and that also would have gotten it closer to the comics because there are several times, and Deadpool even mentions it a lot of times, where in the comic he's like, he's like man, I finally have this moment of happiness. I finally have this moment of peace. And then the next panel, away. it's taken away from and him. It, and it also, and not that we needed the motivation, but that's when we have him down. He's got his gun to the dude's face, and that's when Colossus pleads to him about it's two or three moments. You know, that makes Colossus's speech maybe a little bit deeper, yeah. a little bit more meaningful. And then, like, the audience is kind of more satisfied, though, with what it is that Deadpool does at the end when yeah. he shoots him. And he's like, yeah. nope. And we could still have that, like, because we've seen in the movie, they balance, like, really horrible things that have happened to him. Mm-hmm. But then, like, within a couple of moments, like, the tone kind of gets a little upbeat. It doesn't have to be immediate where he's, like, just skipping away. Right. We could fade out and then do go back to, like, something else. Yeah. But I didn't like that he got the girl at the end, that there was, like, this, you know, he... he it's too happy of an ending for, but me, for it, Deadpool. But that also makes me think that maybe in the sequel she discovers her powers and becomes copycat. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, which is basically Mystique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, except for she's not all blue in her regular form. So what did Deadpool do wrong for you, Sam? 
I just it wasn't long enough for me. Damn it! I just wanted a longer. That's what move. she said. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm really trying to find a fault with this film. I like your ending better too, um, but no, I just I felt like it went by too fast. Like I could have sat around and hung out with Deadpool for like this film could have run two hours and, and I I wouldn't have complained. Yeah. And I thought not much, but little lack of budget at times yeah. kind of kind of constrained this film. Like this film had potential, like be more and do more you know, times and it didn't quite get there. Is, is I really think that with Deadpool we're going to see a repeat of what Marvel did with Captain America. Mm-hmm. First f- Captain America, first Avenger, small budget blew up, became big. Good movie. Then mm-hmm. then Winter Soldier like oh. that budget was huge. I'm not saying And it was a fantastic movie. Like, I I kind of I kind of like Winter Soldier a little bit more than I like the first Avengers. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Winter Soldier like and Guardians kind of sit up here with me yeah. as the best of yeah, the, you know, the superhero and films. and I I I really think I really think that we will see uh Deadpool 2 have a way bigger budget. Not on the same like 100 million dollar I, well, I could see it maybe being like a hundred million dollar movie. I don't see it being the same budget that like Marvel puts into their movies or that maybe that, that Fox is putting into Apocalypse. I think they set a dangerous precedent that they put together a movie so successfully for, for such a low 50, budget. Yeah. Can we please just call Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> I would be so happy yeah. with that. But also the good, <laughs> but, but since we are talking about the sequel, the good news is, is the creative team behind this film, they've already been like, yeah, we're Greenland, and we're all so it's going to be the same writers. Good, uh, of course, Ryan Reynolds. I, th- I'm pretty sure uh, Tim Miller will come back to direct. Oh, no, go get Qu- Quentin Tarantino. Oh kidding. my God! Uh, no, you know, you know who could, you know who could. If we were to do a recast, who I would have gotten to direct this, and I know you guys use him a lot on the show. Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yep. That's I, as I was watching it. I'm like, this is total Edgar Wright stuff. This, well, because. Well, also, at one point, Robert Rodriguez was set up to direct this film. Oh, no. I'm, no? I'm, 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 no. no. What's yeah. your beef with Robert? I don't think he directs a good film. I, I like, think he directs well, fun I movies. Like, hey, I like Sin City pretty well and the Desperado trilogy. I, I do like the Desperado trilogy, but I, I really? feel like... I did not like Once Upon a Time. Oh, God, I love like, it. Oh, my the, gosh. Yes, I loved Once Upon a Time. I didn't like it as much as I like Desperado. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Des- Desperado's the best one out of the and three. Can you really count it a trilogy? Cause you're yeah, because you have El Mariachi. But that but El, but Desperado is a remake, remake basically. El, El, but El, it's still it's still it, part it's, of the it's, story. It's kind of it's kind of like what you do with Evil Dead and yeah, Evil Dead too. Exactly. Okay. Sam yeah. Raimi directing Deadpool. I don't know. We no. saw no. Sam Raimi direct Spider Man. Oh, he did yeah. an okay job with it. But no. Well, and he officially apologized for number three. I don't think three was mostly his fault. Yeah, that's the studio getting. Then all could involved. we at least get Bruce Campbell to make a cameo? Maybe one of these Deadpool films as Mysterio. <laughs> the whole theory that Bruce Campbell is Mysterio in the Spider Man movies—that he's all these different people. Um, that could work. Deadpool. It was like. It's like meeting your hero. Like mm-hmm. they always say, like you know, be careful about meeting your hero. It's like we got to meet a hero for like we've been waiting twenty years. We finally got the chance to hang out with a hero or hang out with someone that we've always wanted to hang out with, and it wasn't a disappointment. Yeah, uh, it was very satisfying. Satisfying, and it's almost like, man, I can't wait till he visits again. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go see him on Tuesday. There we go. Do you have any final words, Sam? Go see Deadpool. Go yeah. see Deadpool. Chimichang is for everyone. Yeah, I was about to say is like when you're seeing people who are like, yeah, I don't really like him, but this was a good movie. Like you should go see it. You know, yeah. is like there. Yeah, is I have I've yet to to see to see anything except for like the standard like internet bullshit trolls say that like you know 
all, all my friends, every, my Facebook feed, I have not seen a negative review of the movie. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't either. All right, guys. Uh, this has been our look. At, we're not going to recast this thing. That's mm. we're, No, we're, it's too soon. Yeah, it's far too soon. Uh, so thank you for hanging out with us. Go see Deadpool if you haven't. Um, we're sorry we ruined it for you, but you were warned. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Anything we could have said about this movie... Uh, it doesn't matter. I was about to say, because there are points where we got a little too fanboy in this. We, oh, yeah. We totally fanboyed oh, out yeah. on this thing. Yeah. Uh, have no idea what Joel and I are going to do next week, so just watch our Facebook page. By the way, if you want, go to Facebook, put in the editing bay, find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and that's where you could talk back to us. If you've seen Deadpool, you got any thoughts about that, you can always uh, let us know. And if you have any movies you want to suggest for us to watch in the future, you could do it right there. We've also got a website at www.editingbay.com where you could find all of our old episodes. If you go to archives, it brings you to the Next Wave-Radio website, uh, and that's where we have all of our stuff where you can, uh, for your listening pleasure, to fill your ear holes. Uh, <laughs> if you get us on your Apple device, we would love it if you went to your podcasting app and uh, and put in Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all the Next Wave Radio shows. Find the editing bay, tap on that, and then give us a rating and a review. That really helps out. And uh, go ahead and recommend it to one of your friends, two of your friends, three of your friends, and tell them to tell one or two or three of their friends and uh, spread the love, grow the show as they say. Uh, and then when you're done with that, check out the rest of the shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. We've got MVP, the most valuable podcast with Matthew and Danny talking about sports, sports entertainment. Uh, I think this last week they broke down the Super Bowl. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to be talking about oh. this week coming up. Oh, I know what they're going to be talking about. Big WWE guy. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yep. Yes, 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 uh, yes. And then we've got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam. What are you guys going to be talking about this week? Uh, Would it be Deadpool? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, we're probably still going to dive back into more yeah, Deadpool. I was, I was about to say, we will not do an entire show dedicated to Deadpool. But uh, at least our first intro is going to be us gushing over Ryan yes, Reynolds. Yes, Deadpool. yes. Uh, but it's be like when we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy for like five weeks straight. Yes, yeah. yes. But uh, <laughs> we we will talk about other things. Uh, you know, such as another movie is being turned into a TV show by Fox. And I posted an interesting article today that says early buzz about. I posted this to our Facebook page, but I hope we still talk about it. Early buzz about Batman vs. Superman, Warner Brothers is so disappointed with how fans oh, are liking yeah. it that they're thinking about scrapping Zack Suspect. Snyder's Justice League and then like pouring out to like Ben Affleck and being like, please get your Batman film up yeah, and running. We're going to put wow. that in the spot it's, of Justice it's, League. It's, it's speculation, but they're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's all, it's all speculation, but it's a very kind of scary and haunting duh, article. Duh, I'm duh, not excited about it. Duh, we saw the trailer before Deadpool. You know, I, I'm not excited This article says it. Suicide Squad's going to do better. Batman vs. Superman's going to tank. They're going to kick Snyder out of the property, let Ben Affleck's Batman take the place of where Justice League was supposed to be in like 2016, 2017, mm -hmm. and then let Wonder Woman go, and then maybe again try to relaunch Justice League with a different director. Yeah, that might be smart. Is, That's going to be fun. Yeah. Listen to my comic life. This week, they're going to talk about it. Um, also, wait, did I... Okay, do I have... Oh, if you have a uh, an Android device instead of an Apple device. It's hard for me, Jeff, when I, I do know. this and Joel's not here and I'm like, I oh, I got to hit all these things. Uh, I'm used to a routine. I know. If you don't have an Apple device, you got an Android, you could find us in the iTunes library by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps. Uh, and I think that covers everything. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Go and, uh, and watch Deadpool. Jeff, thank you. Sam, thanks for joining. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll catch you next week.
You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.